I think that there are worse things that a kid could go through than having a, a father who hugs them and kisses them and, and shows them support and nurtures that, uh, that, that need for that in them. Because when a kid shows, when a kid grows up with affection, they expect affection. And the byproduct of affection is a more healthy love. family welcome to another episode of the fatherhood village podcast the official home for proud fathers and mentors i'm dale holloway here with kev hick we are your tv host kev what's happening how we doing oh man i'm chilling doing my thing that's only i can do it yes sir yes sir family good how are everybody oh man we straight um everybody down in the bed and you know the wife's watching tv i'm gonna join her after we do this I'm with it. I'm with it. All right. All right. Family, thank you for sharing your time with us today. Glad to have you. Uh, listen, real quick before we get started, if you haven't yet, please take a moment to follow and subscribe to the podcast channel to show your support and also be notified of all new episodes as they drop. All right. But moving on. All right, Dale. So before we continue, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Let's get checked. Listen, fellas, low testosterone can cause muscle loss, erectile dysfunction, reduce sex drive, fatigue, obesity, and symptoms of depression. So if you're having trouble making gains at the gym, putting it down in the bedroom, maintaining adequate energy levels, staying lean, having mood issues, you could in fact have low testosterone. I can say from experience that Let's Get Checked makes getting tested easy with next day delivery. You just receive your test, send it off, and get your results in two to five days. Get your testosterone levels checked today at trylgc.com forward slash TFV. Again, that's trylgc.com forward slash TFV. The coupon code TFV gets you 30% off in the checkout. As men and as leaders, we got to be fully functional out here. The array of home health test kits available from Let's Get Checked makes staying on top of your health easy. So check it out, guys. The link's in the description. And let's get back into this conversation. This episode, we're chopping it up about this specific, specific article uh, concerning David Beckham. Uh, this is the, uh, the soccer uh, superstar athlete here in, in, in the USA. Um, he was, he was, the, so I'm going to just read the, the headline, right? It says, David Beckham kissing his daughter on the lips isn't creepy, it's progressive. More fathers should be that affectionate. So I guess he was getting some backlash. Uh, his, his daughter was seven years old from what I understand. And it kind of brings up the question, when is, when is the appropriate age to kind of end the kissing of the lips with your children is, 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 is it, does it come a time where that needs to, you know, be ended? Like, does it depend on the relationship is, you know, how, how you feel about that care? I think everything is about intent and understanding, 
right? Um, what environment were you nurtured in as a child? You know, and I think I told you before we started this, man, my mom still kisses me on the lips. Mm -hmm. 34. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And, it, and it ain't never been no goofy shit going on. It's just, we. my mom is very affectionate, you know, and, you know, by a, a product, a byproduct of that is me being very affectionate. I kiss my sons all, I don't even know how many times I kiss my sons, man, because Mm -hmm. I'm going to put a foot in their ass at some point in every day. <laughs> and so I got to make sure that I balance that foot in their right. ass with some affection, with genuine affection and love. And, you know, uh, my sons are three and six and I, and I, I, most of the time I kiss them on the cheek, but for the most part, um, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not completely opposed to kissing my son on the lips and that's man to man. That's probably even worse, but I'm trying to mm -hmm. wean my sons off of, you know, that level of affection for their masculinity. So that right. won't continue. But as far as David Beckham kissing his daughter, like we can't assume every single person, every single man is trying to fuck his daughter. Like yeah. we need to cut that shit out. We've made all of these, we've made all of these, um, th these adjustments to society for pedophiles. Instead of just getting rid of the fucking pedophiles, we're running around here trying to figure out how to make normal, genuine affection and normal, genuine healthy love between a father, a daughter, a son, a son, a father, like whatever the relationship is, we're trying to figure out how to pervert that when it's healthy, when a, when a kid has a father that supports them, takes care of them, listens to them, has a connection with them and shares that affection with them. We've made that creepy mm. when we're really supposed to be getting the ass of these pedophiles, right? We're really supposed right. to be ostracizing these fucking deadbeat dads. And instead of ostracizing deadbeat dads, and chopping the thing off of pedophiles, where what we're doing is ostracizing fathers who just are more affectionate than the average guy. I think, you know, as an affectionate father, that's stupid as fuck. And I think that right. there are worse things that a kid could go through than having a, a father who hugs them and kisses them and, and shows them support and nurtures that, uh, that, that need for that in them. Because when a kid shows, when a kid grows up with affection, they expect affection. And the byproduct of affection is a more healthy love, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, people are, are used to the genuine expression of people's feelings and that, and that vulnerability extends itself in their marriages and, the, and in their homes and their kids feel more loved because of it. So it's not uh, necessarily a bad thing at all that he's kissing his daughter uh, and she's seven. You know, somebody who has a perverted experience is going to look at that and say, oh, my God, that's predatory. Well, just because I'm, I'm be honest, just because you either experienced something or knew somebody who experienced something doesn't make him a, a predator to his daughter. His daughter's right. seven years old. She's probably old enough to, you know, turn her cheek if for whatever reason dad's creeping her out. I don't mm -hmm. appear. I don't think she looked creeped out. I think she looked like I love my dad. My dad loves me. I feel safe. Right. right. He's our sure. safe place. It looks like, and I don't know what type of daddy is, but if I'm just guessing, uh, you know, I just, I think that some people we, we're making all these provisions to call um, decency and, and uh, affection and, and genuine expression and vulnerability in our society, weak or predatory or all these things where we just need to handle the predators a lot better. When we sign, when we find that boy raping that girl behind the trash can and she passed out, get his motherfucking ass life. Don't go yeah. to David Beckham and be mad. Go to the judge who gave him six months in jail, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, if we're gonna do it, do the motherfucking thing. You know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of where I'm at with that shit. It's like, okay, I get it. It, it might not be going on in your house, 
But some of y'all got some bit piss poor parents, so we ain't even gonna talk about that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We were gonna be real with you. You know, let's have a whole conversation about this because there's a gradation of scale here that we're missing. It's easy to judge mm -hmm. that guy what he's doing, which is clearly probably helping his daughter and nurturing her in a way that we don't understand. We don't have to understand it. He's not beating her ass. Uh, right. There's no apparently, you know, there's no abuse going on. And we know people who've abandoned their children. Why aren't we talking about motherfuckers who's abandoned their kids? Yeah. I'd much rather have a, a dad who kissed me on the lips than a dad who I've never seen his fucking face. And that's the guy's honest truth. I don't even know. I ain't never seen my dad's face. So we talking about kissing on the lips. What about these motherfuckers? Yeah. Exactly. Good point. Excellent. I mean, I wish I could totally joke about that. <laughs> yeah. Um... Nah, but you're absolutely right, man. I think, uh, especially when you're in this certain social light as a um, influential influential public figure, everything is, you know, zoomed in with a microscopic lens that people are so, um, you know, they're quick to condemn, they're quick to make quick irrational judgments and, and things of this nature. Uh, but so personally, my father being the only child, um, he he kissed me on the lips for, uh, for several years of my childhood, probably until I was old enough to be like, okay, this is getting a little, I'm a little weird, weirded out. You know what I'm saying? I think I was like eight or nine, like, all right, all right, Dad, I try to dodge him real like, ah, ah, ah. all right, you know what I'm saying? So I think once I made that adjustment, that adjustment, and he, you know, he picked up on it. And, uh, but he was the affectionate type of father. Like, it was no funny shit, um, you know, that, that you pointed out. It was no, no funny business. It wasn't like, you know, it was anything to be, you know, worried of. That was just the type of uh, a closeness that he had, he, he wanted to show his affection. He wanted you to know that I'm here. I am present. I love you with all that I am. Um, and it wasn't like a long, none of that perverted shit. You know, it was like quick peck as we hug, embrace each other. And then we went on, you know? So, you know, from, for, from this article and, and people even making this a big deal is this, it's, it's retarded, you know, people are hypersensitive to the wrong things. And like you said, um, on the contrary, and, and to contrast this, why don't we make a big deal of like those absent fathers, those, you know, abandoning their children, neglecting um, and, and that sort of thing. And then we're, we're over here talking about, you know, kissing your, your daughter, your seven-year-old daughter, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and thinking that it's, it's some underlying you know, pedophilia going on, or it's, it's, it's something that's unhealthy. It's, it's, that's just crazy, the society we live in, man. Like, you, what you know, what's so crazy is that as a dating coach, I meet women who are broken, who have broken relationships with their fathers, no relationships with their fathers, toxic, abusive relationships, and trauma histories with their fathers. I can tell you that the women who got hugs and kisses from their fathers and who were told that they're beautiful and they're, who were loved by their fathers in a way that they were supposed to be loved grew to expect the right love from men and grew to crave the right love from men. 
right? Mm-hmm. The, I can tell when I'm talking to a client who has a f- great I- uh, identity uh, and, and a great relationship with her father versus a woman who has no uh, father presence or, or, or a broken and a, or an abusive father history, right? Um, David Beckham is nurturing in his daughter the romance um, that will mature and, and obviously evolve uh, but you know, you always say, you always hear this thing that a, a father is a daughter's first love. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, whether or not it sounds this way or that way, it's a, it's a very common statement. And, and it's that way because a woman learns how a man is supposed to love by watching that man love her mom. Right. And then watching him love her. Right. And obviously that's two different types of love, but to see a man be vulnerable with his daughter, to see a man support his daughter, to cheer her on, to see him encourage her daughter and motivate the daughter. And then to see him share affection with his daughter openly and make sure that she understands that she's a priority, trains her to expect that in a, in a relationship. So as a relationship mm-hmm. or a dating coach, I can tell you that what he's doing is going to contribute to his daughter having more healthy relationships with men, not because he's still kissing her on the lips. It's re- it, regardless of how he uh, is affectionate with her, the fact that he shows her affection is the most powerful portion of that. And that's something to be applauded. We can uh, agree to disagree about whether or not he should kiss her on the lips or on the cheek, but different households are different. Like even with your father, like you said, I can tell that your father kissed you on the lips. You know how I can tell? Because <laughs> of your... But I can tell because of the reverence and the respect that you have for your father. I can tell because every time I see your dad out, if I see your dad at, uh, I see your dad at Roosters every once in a while, I see him somewhere out and about because we be in the same place he be in sometimes. Every time I see your dad, he looks like seeing me helped him see you. He's almost, Mm. he's gleaming from ear to ear looking at me just because he knows I'm close to you. And I know he's not looking at me like, oh, that young man is great. He's so excited to see somebody who loves his son because he Mm. knows I fuck with you and I love you. And he's so excited to see one of your allies because he loves his son so much that I always be like, I always look at him like, man, damn boy, he loves his son. That brother loves his son. (laughs) Mm. HR's dad loves him. And that creates strength in you. That creates resilience in you, right? We're so worried about, uh, don't make him soft. Don't be soft. Man, your mm-hmm. father's love created the resilience in you. Your father's True. love is why you will go in somebody's mouth because you've always yeah. had you've always had somebody backing you who yeah. would give his life. You've always felt protected because of the way he expressed love. Now, whether or not we could agree or disagree of you know from one person to another on how a man is supposed to express affection, you know that's inconsequential. But the fact that you had a man who was there behind you every step of the way, wanted to do everything he could to bridge the gap between your visits with more and more affection to let you know I'm here for you. I'm your warrior. I'm right here. I love you. I love you. I love you. I can't say it enough. It make you feel more confident in the person you are. You feel more empowered to be what you wanted to be. Right? right. And as a grown man, when you look back on your father, you still look at your father fondly because mm-hmm. he expressed love. You're not like, oh damn, he kissed me too long. Fuck that nigga. That's not, <laughs> right. you know it, ain't, it ain't never nah. the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you a better father for having a better father. You know, yeah. and so that, that's what we need to be focused on is, is, is this man's um, is this man's display of fatherhood and, and vulnerability, because he understands that people are going to look at that and be like, I wonder if he should. I wonder if he would. But if that's what his daughter has come to need and want from him, assurance, because that's what that is. That's validation. That's assurance. Mm-hmm. Right. If you go in the room and your wife try to kiss you and you don't kiss her if you want to. She goes, oh, 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 oh I, right. you don't like me no more. 
Like yeah. it's going to be a problem, right? Yeah. Well, children might not have a, a romantic connection with their father, but they realize whether or not they're being loved and being and, and, and affection is being shared with them. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I just think these people are, uh, are really full of shit. Some of these, uh, uh, these, uh, these sideline couch, um, these fucking backseat parents that, you know, are judging everybody else's uh, attempts to love their children when completely ignoring everyone else's uh, uh, neglect and inability to love them. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, all that, all that, man. Um, and and I think about reading that that headline, I think about the relationship and the affection that my daughter and I share. And because like I said, you made that, you connected those dots with how I love and I treat her mother, my wife. She, like I said, she identifies with that like, oh, okay. So that's what a man is supposed to do with another woman that he loves, that he's married with when they, you know what I'm saying? That that's like the the climax of, of love, like being demonstrated, you know? So, um, and then she wants that, like she, she wants to embody that, that same feeling. And so she comes to me and wants to be, um, you know, kissed and hugged and Mm -hmm. nurtured and, and, and felt at peace with that. And like, look, this is my Mm -hmm. one and only daddy only he can treat me this way. And, I glad I'm glad I have him uh, wholesomely, you know. So, mm-hmm. like I said, with with the daughter, I you know I see no issues, and it, it's really about the connection between the father and and daughter, what she feels, and and like I said, when I when I you know went to lean in and my my dad kissed me, and I felt like all right, all right, I'm getting a little past that. I just you know pecked him on the cheek. Uh, and that was kind of like my comfort area. He knew right away. It wasn't like, oh, you didn't kiss me on the lips of your own. He, he, he took it and, and straggled like, oh, okay, okay, well, okay. That's, that's what you come to with, cool. You know, long as you still know and, and, and still understand like I am every bit of a father that I, I can be for you. Um, that's, that's all that needs to be understood. And I think once Charday, my daughter, gets to that point where like either she's embarrassed or like wants to tone down on that or whatever. I am totally acceptable with that. You know, that's not going to, you know, bother me one bit, you know, because she's getting older. She understands a few other things. She's learning her comfort zone or whatever she, she, she likes to have. And that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, in time, uh, the, the, your relationship will evolve when it, you know, when it's appropriate, you know, your relationship will evolve. You know, it's not like she's 14 years old sitting on his, uh, you know, lap square. You know what I'm saying? Like there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there, there, there are some things that are, are a little bit, uh, you know, a little suspect, mm. but that, you know, kissing on the lips is just not one of them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. And it's, it's just a, harl- a, a, a harmless little peck. You know what I mean? It's a yeah, little, man, ah, rich, done. Rich we, kissing you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, people be trying to, like, Everybody, it's like they Photoshop a dick in every father's hand who's who's doing anything outside of ignoring this kid. Sometimes it's like, I'm oh, saying he's gonna throw some dick at her now because he tried to kiss his daughter. On the... No, yeah. how about how about he's just being a dad, loving his daughter in a way that she needs to be loved because he knows her needs more than someone in the news media. Right. Everything isn't perverted. That's ridiculous, man. Fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah, it's stupid, man. It's stupid. And then, like I said, they they question masculinity on on either side. And and like you said, as mm-hmm. far as the 
the, you know, don't raise your kids to be soft, you know, when you brought that point up, like I say, that it had the opposite effect of what these cats projected and, you know, you know, you know, what they kind of, you know, have their minds wrapped around, like it had nothing to do with growing up soft, you know what I'm saying? Having affection from your father. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people, even yourself was like, man, if, if my father was around to do that, man, who knows how much better things would have been or, you know, but just to have that and witnessing, um, you know, had that experience, man, it's just, you know, and it's, and it, like I said, it shoots, it's intergenerational, it goes directly from him my, to me, to my, to my children. Yeah, my, uh, so I was trying to think like, when was the last time my brother kissed me on the lips? Um, you know, a lot of people don't know my brother got killed when I was 13. Um, I think when I was 11, he was having as he was having an episode. And I like, my brother was a gangster. Like he, he, he carried, he carried one of them, uh, I think it was a Mac 10. Uh, he might've carried a Mac 10 in a host. <laughs> like he, he, he was that guy. Like he was a dangerous person, but he was a good person. He'd do what was right. Even on the streets, he would do what was right, but he would put your ass down if you gave him a reason. He was as gangster as gangster could be, but he was also as loving as loving can be. And I remember he was having a particularly rough night. He was cussing some folks out uh, and, and he was drunk and people was just trying to get him calmed down, bro, tone, calm down, tone, calm down. And he looked at me and I, I stepped into the room and I'm 11 at the time. So it's some adult business going on. And I step into that shit and he looked at me like, yo, little bro. He like, bro, the cake has got to be all icy. The cake has got to be all icy. Yelling this at me, like your cake has got to be all icy. Basically telling me keep your shit together in life. But that's how he said it. Your cake has got to be all icy. Uh, and then he's like, fall down. He's damn near fall down drunk. He's very drunk. I guess he's not fall down drunk. He's aggressive. I want to fight drunk. But when yeah. I come in there, he's giving me love. He's done stop cussing people out to give me love. And I remember he, uh, he, he, he looked at me like, come here. And he, uh, he grabbed me, gave me a big old hug and he kissed me right in the lips with all that liquor on his breath. And I was, and it was all <laughs> on my face. So <laughs> it was like, yeah. but I was 11 years old. I was probably five. I was probably five, eight. 11 years old, Damn, my brother was, yeah. you know, 19, <laughs> he 19, and he done kissed me directly in the lips with all this liquor on his lips, and I'm trying not to wipe my mouth, and I'm disgusted, but I feel loved, because he is the hardest person I know, and he's still yeah. kissing me on the lips, and what, no gay stuff, it was just like, it was the purest form of emotion that he could give me at that moment, to snap wow. out of him cussing everybody else out in the room and see me, and be like, bro, I love you, I know I'm yeah. fucked up at the moment but I love you. And so, you know, like I said, uh, whether or not you grew up in a family that people kiss on the lips is, is pretty much the issue there. Whoever wrote that article, the, the, the reporters or, or whoever is just having an issue with it and was trying to raise issues with it. They didn't grow up in a house where they loved physically. They loved, you know, verbally potentially, you know, and so that's the different love language. I get that words of affirmation versus physical touch. I understand that, but people who grew up in houses where people hug a lot and cuddle a lot like me, it's just normal for me. Um, yeah. I would have preferred my brother not kiss me in the mouth, but you don't tell the <laughs> hardest, most gangster, most armed and dangerous <laughs> motherfucker you know not to kiss mouth. You uh, just accept that he he saw give you that because he could have mm-hmm. gave you something else. You know what I'm saying? And he was giving yeah. everybody else something else. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. I just I don't have the same uh, relationship with that as that as the people who might might stand against uh, brother David Beckham or whoever else might be you know showing in love like that. Yeah. Right. And and like I said, you know, with media, all they want is stories, good or bad, indifferent. You know, they want to create a, a, a reaction from people. They want to 
cause a divide, a divide a lot of the times, um, more or less than just get the the natural, um, you know, vibe of 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 what really needs to be happening um, in, in our society. But um, you know what yeah. I think they should. Uh, I, you know what I think they should do. I don't mean to cut you off. I think nah, they should find find celebrities who are deadbeat dads. Like like damn near like they hit uh like they hit my man last week, uh. But they need to find celebrities that are deadbeat dads at being deadbeats, and then they need to make that the article. Hey, do you know this motherfucker ain't talked to his son in so long? Hey, you know yeah. this person ain't you know this like if 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 we're gonna make a problem out of something, let's make a problem out of a real problem. Exactly. Right. Let's let's shame people for being shameful. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shame people for being shameful. Not the other right. way around, you know. Right, right. Yeah, man. Definitely. Like I, I can't believe we even are reading things like that. Oh, he's loving his daughter too much. That's you're supposed to, you know, do X, Y, Z. People basically trying to, you know, consult you as a parent from afar. Don't even know you, and it's it's wild, man. But hey, don't know the needs of your child either. Right. Exactly. Exactly, man. So. Um, if, if that's your relationship and it's positive, um, continue doing that, man. Continue raising your children in the best way possible. If that includes kissing them on the lip, you know, to, to fuck what everybody else think, you know, basically. So, uh, with that being said, man, um, we wrapping this one up, uh, family, if you enjoyed the show, if you enjoyed the conversation, we ask you rate our channel and leave a quick review. Make sure you also subscribe. Please subscribe. Follow us on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search the Fatherhood Village. We're right there. Uh, share these episodes with, with other men and, and fathers and uh, you know, others of your community. You know, we we trying to we trying to talk and 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 get these conversations started and, and help help these fathers out here, help these um you know, these men and, and, and guide them and galvanize these men and moving in a positive direction. So uh, for all other inquiries, man, uh, we got we got the fatherhood Gmail up. So just hit us up at the fatherhood village at gmail.com, man. And as always, it's Dale Holloway and Kev Hick. Peace and love. Peace and love.